Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, April 8th, and today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On sent you. Our Bruins are in action tonight in Washington to take on Zdeno Chara and the Capitals. Still weird to say that. Uh, morning skates happening here in a little bit, so we'll get some updates in terms of potential lineup changes, who might be starting in net, and we'll also talk about the upcoming trade deadline and a big deal that happened on Wednesday evening. Before we do that, a quick reminder to please subscribe to the podcast. Uh, each new episode will be automatically added to your feed for you to download, listen, and enjoy. If you could also rate and review, that would be very much appreciated, especially if you're an Apple user. Those iTunes reviews still go a long way towards building traction and growth. The podcast can be found on Twitter at LO Boston Bruins, on Instagram at Locked On Bruins, and you can find me on both platforms, uh, especially on Twitter. For hockey tweets and dad jokes at Ian C. McLaren. Now I mentioned there was a big trade in the NHL last night that affects our Bruins in a couple of ways. The trade is Kyle Palmieri and Travis Zajac sent from the New Jersey Devils to the New York Islanders. The Devils receive minor league forwards A.J. Greer and Mason Jopst. Jopst a first round pick in 2021 and a fourth round pick in the 2022 NHL draft. I believe that fourth round pick becomes a third if the Islanders advance to the Stanley Cup final. Palmieri and Zajac can each become unrestricted free agents after this season. Palmieri has recorded eight goals and nine assists for 17 points in 34 games this season, so averaging uh, you know, half a point per game. Five of his eight goals have come against the Boston Bruins. He added an assist for six points. So six of his 17 points have come in six games against the Boston Bruins. Palmieri is a 30-year-old forward. In the final season of a five-year contract, he signed with the Devils back in 2016. And he's, for the last few years, been linked as a potential target for the Boston Bruins in uh, trade talks. Now, Palmieri, after the game or after the trade, said the opportunity to go and be part of a team that has a chance to do something special is something every player wants. That's all you can ask for. I'm really looking forward to this opportunity. Of course, the Islanders went to the uh, conference finals last season. They currently sit uh, tied for first in the East Division with the Washington Capitals with 54 points and a 692. Point percentage, they're also plus 28 goal differential, which is best in the division. So they have a very good chance at the moment of coming out of the East, uh, advancing to the Final Four this year. And uh, despite the fact that they lost Captain Anders Lee, they have really uh, boosted their offense here by adding 
Palmieri. Zajac has recorded 18 points in 33 games this season. 35-year-old center in the final season of an eight-year contract. He was um, a favorite of current Islanders general manager Lou Lamorello, formerly of the New Jersey Devils, of course. I believe he was the last remaining player from their trip to the uh, Stanley Cup final back in 2012 when they lost to the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, Lou Lamorello, familiar with both players, says he knows what they bring on the ice, who they are as people, and how well they'll fit in the locker room. Chemistry is extremely important to him. But their experience, their talents, their competitiveness, especially in this division, knowing what they have to go through, to me, is an excitement from our end of it in management, coaching, and so forth. I mentioned Anders Lee injured his ACL in a game against the Devils back on March 11th. And uh, Lee was playing on the top line with Matt Barzell and Jordan Eberle. And it's expected that Kyle Palmieri will fit into the top six So not only did the Bruins lose out on a player who they were hoping or looking at to maybe boost their offense, but he also went to a team that they have had major issues scoring against this season. So uh, not a very ideal situation for the Bruins. And uh, it remains to be seen where exactly Don Sweeney will look for help prior to the deadline. I'm convinced that he will be a buyer. Uh, may not be the wisest thing at the moment, but certainly with this core intact, the argument is that you have to complement them as best as you can. And, you know, once you get in, anything can happen. Therefore, uh, why not try to add some pieces here prior to the deadline? Uh, the Buffalo Sabres are prime targets. Uh, Taylor Hall to be had. Uh, They have also been reportedly heavily scouting the Los Angeles Kings, and Alex Ayafalo is a name that I've been uh, hearing as well. Uh, My hope is that they're not looking at Dustin Brown per se. They have been interested in Jeff Carter in the past. Um, So again, we'll see here in the coming days who indeed Don Sweeney might be looking at. Remember, he has been uh, pretty... Quick to pull the trigger in recent years, making deals uh, a few days prior to the deadline. We saw that with uh, Charlie Coyle. We saw that with the Andre Kasha deal last year. And I wouldn't be surprised if Don does something here in the next couple days. When it comes to the trade bait board on TSN, there's a couple names that have popped up. Uh, one of them being Mike Hoffman. He was a guy that uh, signed late with the St. Louis Blues. A lot of Bruins fans were thinking that he might be a good addition on the left side. He has recorded 9 goals, 21 points on the seasons, a pending UFA. He was scratched by the St. Louis Blues last night, I believe. They're kind of out of contention at the moment. Uh, But of course, we all know that they were in last place in 2019 and rebounded and won the cup that year. So you can't fully write them off. But at the same time, it looks like they could be uh, selling or retooling. Mike Hoffman is now third on the trade bait board behind David Savard and Taylor Hall. So for the moment, there's no trade news to report with our Boston Bruins as they get set to take on the Capitals tonight. But keep it locked to at LO Boston Bruins on Twitter for immediate reaction if and when a trade does break. And obviously, you can find full thoughts here on the podcast 
if you recall, last year I was actually recording when the Andre Kasha trade broke, which was uh, which was pretty fun. Before we get to looking at tonight's game against the Washington Capitals, let's talk for a moment about Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all major sports as well as awards, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, the best way to place your bets. It's also free to sign up. Just head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up for a free account today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit by using promo code LOCKEDON. Bet online your online sportsbook experts. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on all the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow Locked On Today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. All right, so yes, the Bruins do have a game tonight. And head coach Bruce Cassidy updated a couple things here on Thursday morning after the pre-game skate he said charlie mcavoy is back in boston which you might have seen if you follow auto the rocket dog on instagram he's feeling better with an upper body injury but won't play before sunday the bruins uh you know are in action tonight against the capitals and then on saturday they will be in philadelphia to take on the flyers heading back home for a game sunday against the Capitals once again. So McAvoy, earliest he'll be back, will be uh, Sunday in that game against the Capitals. Tuka Rask has been skating with the team, but he remains day-to-day. Trent Frederick not feeling great uh, and is questionable for tonight's game against the Capitals due to a non-COVID-related illness. Jeremy Swayman will get the start in net as Yaroslav Halak does remain on the COVID list. Dan Vladar will be the backup. So what does that mean for the lines? Not too much change uh, after the game uh, the other night. The top line of Marshan, Bergeron, and Smith will remain intact. We have Richie, Krejci, Pasternak, DeBrusque, Coyle, Kuhlman, and then uh, Frederick, Corrali, Wagner. Frederick, like I mentioned, questionable, so Anton Bleed may draw in. Uh, and it looks like Zach Sinitian will be healthy scratched for the second straight game. Uh, he, or Bruce Cassidy had said that he was going to give him a, a look here and, and see what he has. He had uh, three games without a shot, and it looks like Carson Kuhlman has taken his spot in the lineup for the time being with Wagner getting a chance to reestablish himself as their fourth line checking uh, right winger. On defense, we have Grizzlick along with Kevin Miller, Jeremy Lozon, Connor Clifton, Jacob Zaborl, Steve Kampfer. Uh, Kevin Miller said that he is feeling pretty good after returning to the lineup Tuesday in Philly. Made it through great the other night. Felt good yesterday. Definitely good to go. Uh, he may not play both weekend games as uh, there may be some load management happening with his surgically repaired knee. Uh, but for the time being, he will be in the lineup. As for the Capitals, I mentioned they are sitting in a tie for first with the uh, New York Islanders in the East Division. The Bruins are eight points back with three games in hand. So, you know, 
They are holding on to the fourth playoff spot at the moment, but the Penguins are catchable. They're four points back with three games in hand on them. Uh, eight points back of the Islanders with three games in hand. So if the Bruins can make good on these opportunities, then they can get right back in there in uh, the mix for first, second, third in the division and maybe push for home ice advantage in the first round. Right now, they're five points up on the Rangers and the Flyers for that fourth and final playoff spot with two games in hand on both of those teams. So while the Rangers are kind of streaking here, 6-3-1 and one in their last 10, uh, the Bruins certainly have a pretty strong hold on that uh, fourth and final playoff spot, having gone 6-2-2 two and two over their last 10 games as well. You wouldn't know it looking at the... Um, Reaction on Twitter these days, but the Bruins uh, firmly in fourth place right now with a chance to move up. Uh, We didn't do the usual East Division power rankings this week, but that's kind of the lay of the land at the moment. New Jersey, Buffalo, clearly sellers prior to the trade deadline. No real hope of pushing for any sort of playoff contention. The Flyers fading pretty well. Uh, They have a minus 24 goal differential. Uh, with those 41 points don't really seem primed to make a big run here the Rangers do and there have been some questions I saw uh, who was it I can't remember if might have been Kevin Paul DuPont said if if Panarin hadn't missed those nine games with that personal issue would they be closer to catching the Bruins or ahead of the Bruins but the Bruins have had issues of their own of course injury wise COVID and uh, so you know, everybody's struggling with uh, different issues this season. And altogether, it's a pretty level playing field when it comes to that. Uh, the Bruins remain last in the league in terms of games played. They only have uh, 36, a tie with the Canadians. The Blue Jackets and Red Wings have played 41 games. So the Bruins have some ground to make up on the opposition. And, you know, they can really make a statement here tonight against the Washington Capitals, although it won't be easy, again, without McAvoy, without Carlo, with a rookie goaltender in net. uh, It will be a tough task, and it's uh, a bit different than having gone up against the uh, Flyers the other night. The Capitals, much better team than Philadelphia. Uh, NHL.com released their Super 16 Uh, look at the top 16 teams in the NHL. They ranked the Bruins as number 12th at the moment. Capitals at 6th, Islanders at 8th, and then they had the Penguins at 9th. So the Bruins coming in at 12th. And, uh, you know, like I said, still really firmly in a playoff spot. The deadline's coming up, so there's room to improve. There's these games in hand, so there's room to make up some ground in the standings. Um, And I'm not really sure we know exactly what this team is made of at the moment. I should mention there was another trade in the NHL this morning. The Chicago Blackhawks have acquired Brett Connolly, Old Bruin, uh, Riley Stillman, Henrik Borgstrom, and a seventh-round pick from the Chicago Blackhawks in exchange for Lucas Carlson and center Lucas Walmark. I don't know if the uh, light or sorry the the Panthers are clearing some space to make a bigger trade, but they definitely have a need on defense now that Aaron Ekblad has been ruled out for the remainder of the regular season. We'll get here into some more news and notes and rumors from around the NHL, but before we do, let's talk for a moment about. 
Today's sponsor, rockauto.com. They're a family-owned business, and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com, and you can shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, even new gas caps. Their catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate, and you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle, choosing the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Their prices are always reliably low, and the same for pros as well as do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available for your car or truck, write locked on in there, how did you hear about us box, so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. You can get all the fantasy advice you need to win your hockey league by tuning in to the Locked On Fantasy Hockey Podcast, hosted by expert Scott Cullen. He's got all the tips, insights, and analysis, and you can find him on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Subscribe to Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Let's finish with some news and notes from around the NHL, as we always do. Uh, Speaking of the Pittsburgh Penguins, Evgeny Malkin skated on his own Wednesday for the first time since sustaining a lower body injury on March 16th on a hit from Bruins defenseman Jared Tenorti. Sidney Crosby said it's huge, it's a big step, knowing how important he is to this team, the amount of guys that we've seen go out here lately. It's always great when you hear that guys are progressing. That will certainly help the Penguins as they try to hold on to uh, the third spot or try to even jump ahead of the Capitals and the Islanders, and that's something to keep an eye on for sure for Uh, the Boston Bruins as they look to try to catch the uh, Pittsburgh Penguins in the standings. A bunch of COVID news around the NHL. The Vancouver Canucks are still decimated by COVID at the moment. No clue as to when they might get back on the ice. Uh, William Nylander was held out of a Leafs game yesterday for uh, coming into contact with someone who tested positive. Uh, Dallas Stars head coach Rick Bonus. Uh, was cleared after a false positive uh, that had him removed from a game last week against the uh, Carolina Hurricanes, I believe, and they uh, he'll be back behind the bench tonight. Uh, I mentioned that trade with the Panthers and the Blackhawks, and the Panthers now have $18 million in trade deadline cap space available to them, meaning... They could certainly make some big swings here at the deadline. They're a very good, talented team. And, um, you know, they are, like I've said many times, one of two teams in the NHL yet to win a playoff round in the uh, uh, shootout era, I should say. So they uh, have a lot of cap space and can certainly really make some big swings here at the trade deadline to improve their chances of winning not one but two maybe even three or four rounds in the playoffs that's pretty much it for today's episode a bit of a quick and dirty one as i try to record amid some online learning moving downstairs to record you may notice a bit of a sound difference i'm in my living room at the moment the acoustics aren't as good as upstairs but um that's it My wife and I, I should mention, we started watching the new Netflix documentary on the uh, robbery that took place 
1990 in Boston at the Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum, the most expensive art heist in history. I'm sure most of you are familiar with this and have perhaps even visited this museum. It looks pretty cool, and I'd like to go check it out. Uh, Apparently, $500 million in art was taken on March 18th, 1990. Two thieves uh, taking some Rembrandts, Manet's, Degas, Vermeer, Rembrandt. uh, is one of my favorite artists. And uh, it's called This is a Robbery, the world's biggest art heist four-part series directed by Colin Bernicle and named for the line reportedly delivered by one of the thieves to guard Richard Abath the night of the heist. Uh, Five years in the making, this project takes a look at the case that remains cold after 30 years, consults crime scene photos, evidence logs, interviews, and uh, there was a podcast about it called Last Scene a few years ago, and um, yeah, we only got through like half half of the first episode before we started dozing off, but I'm really enjoying it so far, and I recommend checking that out if you have not already. Uh, So yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight's game against the Capitals. Hopefully uh, the Bruins offer Jeremy Swayman a bit more support than they did the other night, and uh, they can get the sticks going as well, and the Bruins can put in a good showing here despite being shorthanded against a team that they may very well have to face in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Hope you're all doing well, enjoying the sunshine, and uh, just staying positive despite... Uh, the ongoing craziness in this world, and uh, it's nice to be able to, uh, yeah, talk Bruins hockey every day, and uh, I really appreciate all of you who tune in a big number yesterday, which uh, was very uh, encouraging, so yeah, thank you so much for the ongoing support. Please do take care of yourselves, friends, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow with a recap of tonight's game, as well as the latest This Week in Hockey with Mayor Zilberberg. Talk to you later. Peace.